The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them till the end. The devil had already put it in the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given him all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water in a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, put on his robe, and returned to the table, Jesus said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set an example that you should also do as I have done to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus, King of endless glory. wonderful to see all of you here this evening at the beginning of what's called the Triduum. These days leading up to that resurrection, we have Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and then of course um, the, the high point of our faith, the resurrection that we celebrate on Easter. This is actually the first time since being pastor here that I'll be washing feet, and uh, I'm excited to, to finally be able to do that here. 
I might have been a little too eager. I think I may have asked too many people to come forward and sit in these 12 seats in front of us. So uh, I, I just hope if, if, if uh, the servers are going to go up and take the first four, for sure, and I hope the lector will as well. Uh, but uh, uh, if, if you find there's empty seats, I hope someone would fill them. And if, some, if I've asked someone to take a seat and they're all full, I hope you're not uh, offended that there isn't room for you. Uh, I, I do have to cut it off at 12, though. Um, we only have so many hours here. Another thing that we're able to do tonight, we haven't been able to do since my arrival to this parish, is have the Chapel of Repose. So you'll notice that the tabernacle door is open, it's empty, the red candle that's usually lit is extinguished. Um, as, a, as a sign, we're, we're going to leave and bring the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus, out of this church in preparation for Good Friday. And this is set up in the, the upper level of the Knights of Columbus Hall, just across the parking lot. Now, this is a larger group than I was expecting, which is a good problem to have. There's about 30, 35 seats in there, and so those who want to offer some quiet prayer before the Blessed Sacrament are welcome to do so after this Mass uh, in that space there, the uh, Chapel of Repose. That chapel will remain open until midnight, so feel free at any moment uh, in the evening to go over there, offer some time in prayer, and uh, uh, before as uh, some preparation for Good Friday. And we remember, as Jesus carries his cross, that's what we're commemorating tomorrow, we have our own crosses to carry. And if we don't, if you're lucky enough not to have any crosses, uh, we all know of someone who has some heavy crosses to carry. And we may uh, use that opportunity in that space, in that chapel, to unite those crosses of ours and those we care about to that cross of our Lord and ask that he would transform these crosses as he transformed his own. Last week, we, or sorry, on Sunday, we began a reflection on... Oh, I'll, just one more thing uh, uh, before we get into uh, talking about the scripture. At the end of this Mass, we'll have a procession with the Blessed Sacrament. So the servers and the deacon and myself are going to walk through the church uh, with the Blessed Sacrament uh, around a few times. And at the second time that we go down that center aisle to that back door, that's kind of a cue for you that we are going to be leaving the church and all are welcome to exit at that time. You can stay here and offer prayers if you wish. You can follow us out to the chapel if you wish as well. Uh, that's completely up to you. And so the sheets that you are given on the way in, that's the hymn that's going to be sung. We have it on paper for those who are going to be leaving the building with us and processing off to that chapel over there. So as I was saying, uh, we started on Sunday a reflection on the signs of the love of Jesus. Love, of course, is difficult to see. There's no um, outward proof, direct evidence of its existence. And so we often have signs that point to that love and reveal what kind of love it may be. Examples of this might be gifts that friends offer to one another. Or we think of maybe a, a child makes something for their parents or uh, for a loved one. For a couple getting married, they may exchange rings as a sign of the love they hold for one another. These are outward signs of something very real, that love. And on Palm Sunday, we examined how one of the signs that Jesus gives to us of his love is the breaking of bread. And we see that more, most clearly in the, uh, in the celebration of the Mass, the commemoration of that Last Supper. Now, that Last Supper we saw was interrupted by an arrest. Jesus was arrested. But the breaking of bread didn't end there. 
He broke bread when he was before judges and when he took up his cross when he, and when he was crucified. This is Jesus breaking bread. And it's, and it's in that breaking of bread that the disciples first recognized Jesus after the resurrection. For some of them, that's the only way they recognized him was through that sign of love. Tonight, we take a look at another sign of love that Jesus gives to us, the washing of feet. Now, it seems like a very simple thing to do. It was filled with a lot more symbol at the time of Jesus than it is today, though. At the time of Jesus, honored guests, their feet were washed after they came in from maybe a long journey. They didn't have cars, of course. They didn't have the great footwear that we have today. Their feet would be quite dusty. And so on entering into uh, the home of a host, the host would have uh, a servant wash the feet of those entering in, usually before a meal, like what we're celebrating tonight. This is an act of service. We know that as Christians, we are always called to enter into that relationship of service, symbolized by the washing of feet on tonight. Service is more difficult than it often appears at first. For some, it takes deliberate work to enter into service, to serve other people. We may have to plan that out. Students in high school, they're kind of taught this as part of their curriculum by having to earn 40 community service hours. If they earn these hours in order to graduate, it's a way to teach them that an important part of uh, being a, a part of this country is to serve other people. And indeed, we think of our parish here, um, it, it is only through the service of a great many people that others might encounter the love of our Lord. I think especially of something like the food bank that runs here. And all of those, they're not paid, but they spend a great many hours uh, serving here in order to serve the larger community. And because of that, people get a taste of the love of our Lord. Service has to be deliberate. We don't accidentally, you don't accidentally serve someone. It's got to be planned. Sometimes service is hard to accept. I myself probably fall into this category. We really want to be self-sufficient, but that's just not how we've been made. We've been made to receive service too. When we took a look at this gospel passage here, we see Peter, he kind of falls into that as well. He's not quite ready to receive the service that Jesus offers to him until uh, Jesus corrects him. Um, There's kind of some, some amount of pride that's offered there. And maybe for those of us who might fall into this similar trap that Peter falls into, we might take a look at what service does God offer us that maybe we're not always ready to accept. God's waiting for us in prayer. Do we meet him there? He offers us forgiveness in the confessional. Do we meet him there? He waits for us in the the Eucharist, in the Adoration Chapel, and at Mass. Do we meet him there? He waits for us in all kinds of different places. Do we accept that, or do we kind of move on, figuring that, well, maybe we can do it on our own? The fact is, life is difficult, and we certainly do need God's help. We need his forgiveness. We need his strength. And in this this sign of the, while well, I'm washing the feet, maybe a, a prayer you may offer, you may ask for the, some insight from the Holy Spirit to ask, where could you be offering service in your life? In our parish, in our church, in our community? 
and where might you be called to receive service from others or from God himself? This service, giving and receiving, both giving and receiving, is a mark of the Christian. And when we look, take a look at the lives of saints, we see that these lives are filled with service, both service given and service received. God of all, we ask that you would build us up after the example of your Son as a people of service. Through your Holy Spirit, guide, prompt, and encourage us to be willing to serve others. And through that same Holy Spirit, open up our hearts to humility so that we would accept the service that you present in our lives. This prayer we make in Jesus' name. Amen.